Today's episode is brought to you by the Tax Defense Group. Did you know that in order to get your stimulus check, you had to have filed your taxes for the 2018 or 2019 tax year? If you haven't filed for 2018 or 2019, there's good news. The Tax Defense Group can rush e-file your taxes. They know that millions of Americans are struggling, and they want to make sure that you get your stimulus check sooner rather than later. Call the Tax Defense Group today at 800-850-7973 to get started. That number again is 800-850-7973, and you can visit them online at thetaxdefensegroup.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Rider Junkie. Due to the global pandemic and economic downturn, Rider Junkie is offering their resume writing service for only $100. And with a three-day turnaround, you can't beat that price and delivery time. Call Rider Junkie today at 805-587-7966, and you can visit them online at riderjunkie.com. Mention that you saw this ad on UCAS Studios, and they'll get right to work. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Lakers Outsiders Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Kessler, here with you as always. And as always, this podcast is also brought to you by UCAS Studios. Uh, Today, I am going to be, I know the last few podcasts, I've been kind of going over, you know, if the season comes back this year, you know, where do the Lakers go? You know, what do they do in the playoffs, this and that. So every kind of scenario has been if the 2019-2020 season resumes play at some point. Uh, That's the hope. Fingers are crossed on that. Uh, But today, I'm actually going to be talking about the upcoming offseason. So maybe, I mean, if the season, the rest of the season gets canceled or if the season resumes and we finish out the games and then go into the offseason, whatever. Look, I'm looking ahead to the offseason, though, uh, however this season finishes. So taking kind of a little bit of a different direction today and um, going to go over kind of what to expect with this offseason with the Lakers, or at least try to uh, kind of gauge what might happen. So uh, going to dive into that here in a second. But as always, guys, um, if you like this podcast, be sure to like this video on YouTube um, and subscribe to UCAS Studios and Lakers Outsiders on YouTube and uh, wherever you get your podcasts, all those major podcast platforms. And be sure to follow Lakers Outsiders on Twitter and Instagram at Lakers Outsiders. And then like us on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at Gary Kester. That is G-A-R-Y-K-E-S-T-E-R. Um, with with Twitter, I mean, you can – and then YouTube comments as well. You can also always leave um, questions, comments, uh, topic ideas you want to dis- – you want me or me and uh, some other guys from from the crew to discuss. Uh, I've said this probably, I feel like a broken record now, but I am open to so many suggestions at this point, (laughs) trying to to give you guys content every week. Uh, The ideas kind of run low sometimes. So uh, 
I welcome any any questions. Uh, I love doing those mailbag podcasts, so I like to gather up those questions. Uh, but I'm also open to topic ideas. Uh, anything you guys want me to talk about? We've got a couple of fantasy draft ideas that we're we're kind of talking about with uh, having a couple of us do. We did the if you guys missed it, we did the all time Lakers fantasy draft. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, so, if you, so if you haven't seen that, be sure to check that out. Uh, best place to go for that is probably YouTube. Uh, if you if you're more of a visual person, uh, we had kind of the rosters posted up uh, on video there. So uh, be sure to check that out. If not, um, you can get it on all the podcast platforms that I mentioned before. So let's go ahead and look ahead to if you know what we have to look forward to um, this off season, whenever that is uh, for the Lakers for the NBA. Uh, could be in a couple months, could be, you know, several months. Who knows? Um, who knows at this point? We don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the season, but uh, eventually there's going to be an offseason. The season will end somehow, some way, uh, hopefully with somebody holding up a trophy. Hopefully it's the Lakers holding up the trophy. Um, but once we get to the offseason, the Lakers could have a very similar roster, but they could also have a very different roster. So I'm kind of going through a couple different scenarios uh, today with you guys, and um, obviously the the main priority going into this offseason is making sure Anthony Davis resigns because he's going to opt out of his twenty eight point seven million dollar contract. Um, it's a no brainer. I mean, he can make a lot more money to by opting out and resigning a new deal. The Lakers do have his bird rights, so they can offer the most money. They can offer the longest contract. Uh, so they definitely have the perks to you know to to keep him. And I would be surprised if. Uh, if he leaves, I, I really would be. I'd be shocked. Uh, I think him and LeBron get along extremely well. Uh, this team, the team chemistry, we've heard on numerous occasions how close this team is and uh, how you know how, how good the chemistry is. So they, they've really formed kind of that bond uh, as a group. Uh, it's you know you've heard guys say it's like a brotherhood. Um, so. I don't think that he'll leave. I mean, people have mentioned Chicago because it's his hometown and all this, but the Bulls suck. I mean, the Bulls are, like, no offense to Bulls fans, but they're just not good right now. I mean, they're rebuilding, but it feels like they've been rebuilding. Um, Yeah, I just just can't see Chicago. And, like, people read and dig too deep on comments on how players answer questions about – free agency and stuff like that and people have done that with davis i had i don't think he's really said anything where there's been any reports or rumors that have made me worry about him leaving uh just uh, i'm really not concerned about it not yet at least i mean things change quickly in the nba so i mean i'm not saying it can't happen but i just feel like it's very unlikely i think davis enjoys los angeles i think he enjoys being a laker he enjoys playing with lebron he enjoys playing with this team and, um, you know, I mean, when he's playing with LeBron, he has a good shot at winning a championship every year. So uh, that's the main priority. Like I said, he can opt out of his $28 million player option, and he should, and he probably will. I would be shocked if he didn't because um, he can make more money long term by signing a new contract instead of opting into that last year. Um, so, again, that's priority one. I expect it to happen, and I think it'll be uh, there will be no worries with that. Um, the other, I mean, the other things to kind of address are really out of the Lakers control. Um, the only thing that they really control, uh, in terms of player contracts on the team is Quinn Cook's 
contract for next year. Quinn Cook has, uh, according to basketballinsiders.com, which if you guys are looking for NBA salary uh, information, that's where I where I go usually. I think Eric Pincus is still uh, kind of keeping this up to date, and Eric Pincus is just a cap guru. Uh, you know, he's really really good with this stuff and uh, really breaks it down. So, uh, but Quinn Cook has three million dollars non guaranteed for next season. So the Lakers could uh, cut bait with him um, and basically just get that money off the books. Um, so. And then there's no cap hit for that. There's no no uh, basically 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 a penalty uh, for for that kind of release. Uh, so they'd be clean um, in terms of of their salary cap. But Rajon Rondo has a 2.6 million dollar player option. Javale McGee has a 4.2 million dollar player option. Avery Bradley has a 5 million dollar player option. KCP has an 8.4 million dollar player option. There's Chances that some of those guys could opt out. I wouldn't be shocked if if KCP or Avery Bradley opt out because I think they've had good years and could make more money on the open market than that. Um, but I could see those guys opting in because Bradley was kind of a reclamation project after a really rough year last year, and he's played pretty well, I think, for the Lakers uh, for most of the season. KCP, after a slow start, has been fantastic. He's had some really timely uh, three-point shots for the Lakers this year. Uh, Rondo, I could um, – I could see opting in just because I just don't think he's going to be in very high demand. Uh, JaVale McGee kind of go back and forth. I think he, he really likes being a part of this group. Um, but maybe there's a team out there that would pay him more than $4 million. I mean, we watched DeAndre Jordan get about $10 million a year. So it's it's possible. You just you never really know. I mean, this, this year's uh, free agent class is pretty weak. Uh, so it might be a good opportunity for guys like him to, to go and get paid a little bit more. But maybe teams are a little hesitant and don't uh, don't spend too much because this free agent class, it's looking like it'll be pretty weak unless you get some surprise guys to opt out. So, um, But like I said, a lot of that money is out of the Lakers' control. Those are all player options. Um, and you have to factor in that Davis is going to make um, a lot more than the $28 million player option that he has. Um, I, I don't remember. The, I mean, the number depends on the, the final salary cap, but uh, that number I think is probably going to be somewhere around $40 million a year to start out. So um, in that ballpark, at least. So like I said, a lot of the salary is not up to the Lakers. Let's, let's assume just for, for this scenario that the Lakers, um, all those guys opt in, but they, they can get rid of Quinn cook and save, $3 million. So um, with that, there's there's a pretty good chance that the Lakers will have the full mid-level exception, um, which will be very, uh, very helpful for them in their free agency, uh, free agency uh, efforts this year. The, the key thing with the Lakers, though, is that you got to remember that they're really not trying to, to lock up long-term money past next season. And the reason for that is because Giannis Antetokounmpo, and honestly, the the twenty uh, summer of twenty twenty one, so the not this upcoming off season, but the next off season. Sorry, my, the the timeline is all shifted because of everything that's going on. But um, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo headlines the twenty twenty one free agent class, and there's just better options. There's just better options. There's a handful of better options there uh, than what you're going to see this summer. Uh, Victor Oladipo is another guy uh, that, that could be uh, part of that group. Uh, I mean, there's there's possibility of, of certain guys opting out. I mean, LeBron could opt out if he wanted to. Um, 
I mean, there's just there's just some better options to me uh, on the board in 2021 than there is uh, compared to 2020. Um, so yeah, I mean, the Lakers they've made it pretty obvious that they are gearing up to save their money to splurge some more in 2021, and basically, I mean, how they do that is, I mean, you look at their current. Uh, roster structure in terms of salary cap. The only guys, so let's say Anthony Davis resigns, for example. Uh, if that happens, the only money that they would be paying in 2021, 20, the 2021-2022 season would be to LeBron, assuming he doesn't opt out of his $41 million player option. Anthony Davis, they're paying $5 million of dead money in Luol Deng's contract that they stretched. Uh, that'll be the last year of that. Uh, Kyle Kuzma has a $5.2 million qualifying offer. Um, so he could be a restricted free agent. The Lakers that could actually trade him or cut bait. Uh, they could do a number of things to, to clear that money. And then there's Taylor Horton Tucker. At, he's, he'd be a restricted free agent with a $1.7 million uh, qualifying offer. So, I mean, that's four guys. Four guys and then $5 million in dead money. So uh, the Lakers are obviously, I mean, they obviously had an idea in mind when they signed all these contracts this year uh, that they were all one to two year deals and they wanted all that money to come off the books for um, 2021, the 2021 uh, free agency class. It's kind of funny to look at the Lakers guaranteed total in uh, money <laughs> for 2021, 2022. The only guaranteed money right now is Luol Deng's dead money, $5 million. So um, even yeah, I mean, just even with Davis resigning um, and LeBron opting in, the Lakers have a lot of money to play around with. So, I mean, they'd have to rebuild the entire roster. But Rob Polinka has shown to be very competent, I think. Um, not perfect, but I think competent with, you know, being the, the general manager of the Lakers um, with Magic not in the way. So I think he's gotten a lot better. And no disrespect to Magic, but I think the Lakers have just gotten better Um with Palinka kind of running the show with nobody to nobody there to intervene. So, um, so yeah, kind of going over, we went over the Lakers kind of roster and money situation. So I'm going to take a quick break here and give you guys a word from our sponsors and then kind of go over some possible trade targets that the Lakers could be looking at and maybe some potential free agent options, uh, for that mid-level exception. Um, and I'll break that down a little more, uh, right after this break. Today's episode is brought to you by the Tax Defense Group. Did you know that in order to get your stimulus check, you had to have filed your taxes for the 2018 or 2019 tax year? If you haven't filed for 2018 or 2019, there's good news. The Tax Defense Group can rush e-file your taxes. They know that millions of Americans are struggling, and they want to make sure that you get your stimulus check sooner rather than later. Call the Tax Defense Group today at 800-850-7973 to get started. That number again is 800-850-7973, and you can visit them online at thetaxdefensegroup.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Rider Junkie. Due to the global pandemic and economic downturn, Rider Junkie is offering their resume writing service for only $100. And with a three-day turnaround, you can't beat that price and delivery time. Call Rider Junkie today at 805-587-7966, and you can visit them online at riderjunkie.com. Mention that you saw this ad on UCAS Studios, and they'll get right to work. Okay, so we just went over the Lakers' money situation. Odds are they're going to be over the cap 
um, which there's a good chance they're going to be uh, over the cap, but under the tax level, which would put them, um, which give them the full mid-level exception. Uh, if they were under the cap, they would get um, the, from my understanding, the room mid-level exception, which I think is about half of the full mid-level exception. So uh, I believe the mid-level exception uh, for next season for a non-tax paying uh, team that's over the cap would be about $10 million. Uh, so it's, it's a pretty good chunk of uh, chunk of change. Uh, obviously, you know, when you got max players making like $40 million, you're not going to get one of those guys. Um, but there are some potential options out there. Uh, so just kind of looking at free agents, I mean, there's the, there's a long list of guys that the Lakers could fill out the rest of the roster with, um, you know, whether it's uh, minimum contract guys, if they break up the mid-level exception, because uh, you can use it on multiple players. Um, it's basically just a money assortment um, as far as I'm as far as I'm uh, aware Um so, I mean, you could break it up, break the $10 million, $6 million to one player, $4 million to another. And if that's not correct, I apologize, but that is my understanding of it. So, um, you know, put together a list of guys that they could possibly uh, look look at with that um, with that money in this free agent class. Uh, there's, I mean, there's some guys in this class that are going to be unattainable for that price tag. But um, I put a couple of guys that might be unrealistic to get with that but just going to throw their names out there just to put them out in the universe uh paul Millsap has an expiring contract i don't think he would sign for that amount of money i think he would probably get more uh to stay in denver or somebody else would probably pay him more but you never know you never know if a guy wants to get a ring and wants to sign with a contender they'll take a discount and getting 10 million dollars is i mean still like i said a good chunk of change for a lot of these guys, even if it's for one year, and try and get a championship for you know making ten million dollars a year, uh, there are worse things out there. So, uh, Millsap, not likely, but you never know. Uh, Danilo Gallinari, kind of the same thing. I would love it, but I just I, th- I think he signs for more uh, elsewhere. Um, some of these other guys might be a little more realistic. Uh, Goran Dragic uh, is a guy I think that would come in and and really help the Lakers. Uh, you know, I've been harping all year on on Rondo and the Lakers' backup point guard situation and how I think Caruso needs to play more. Um, but the thing with Caruso is he's not a really an excellent playmaker. Uh, doesn't create and and really that's kind of one of the shortcomings of the Lakers' roster is they need another playmaker. And Rondo's supposed to be that, but the lack of shooting, the lack of scoring, um, he's just not a scoring threat really in in much capacity at all. And that really hurts the Lakers' offense. So if you took out a guy like Rondo and put in a guy like Dragic, that's a huge upgrade, huge huge upgrade. So uh, Dragic is interesting. Another guy is actually a former Laker. Uh, Jordan Clarkson has an expiring contract. Uh, I think he makes about thirteen million dollars um, on the. Uh, he's on the last year of the deal that he signed with the Lakers. Um, on I was under Mitch Kupchak, but um, he. I mean, ever since he's gotten to Utah, I don't know if it's just like a thing where he gets traded and then all of a sudden he just really elevates that team because I feel like he did that with Cleveland too. When the Lakers traded him to Cleveland, he really started out hot, um, and then when he got traded to Utah. Uh, he, he's, he's really helped, um, helped them out and he's played really, really well for them. So, um, could be an interesting guy. It could be a guy that, you know, 
you bring off the bench as your your sixth man or whatever, and he gives you just some offensive punch and um, you know some athleticism, things like that. Um, so another guy to keep an eye on. I don't know if the Lakers would bring him back, but um, and I don't know if he'd want to be back, especially for uh, a price tag that's less than what he makes now. But you never know. Uh, Jeremy Grant has a $9.1 million player option with the Nuggets. Would be great. I think the Lakers, another one of the shortcomings that I've been talking about uh, all year with the roster is their wing depth. Um, if they could add a guy like Jeremy Grant, I think that'd be a good uh, good pickup, a uh, guy that can that can defend out on the wing and and, and really, like I said, bolster that, that wing depth uh, for the Lakers. Davis Bertans, another guy, uh, an expiring contract, uh, kind of – He's more of a four, uh, stretch four, but man, that guy can shoot, and you can never have enough shooting. Uh, I think if the Lakers could get him, that would be, I mean, that'd be a, a really, really good addition. It really, really would. So, a guy that is just a, a sharpshooter, especially from the three point line, and uh, I think that would really, really help uh, with their floor spacing and things like that. So, he's a guy to keep an eye on. Jay Crowder, another guy, expiring contract, veteran player. Um, Again, I don't know how realistic these are. These are just kind of some names that I, uh, you know, circled uh, looking at looking at some of the options. Um, and then another guy, I don't, I mean, I don't think I don't think Crowder is worth the, the full mid level exception, and I also don't think this guy is Wesley Matthews. Uh, I think he's a solid player for sure. I just don't think he's worth ten million dollars. Um, even though it, odds are the the mid level exception that the Lakers use this year is probably going to be on a one year deal. Uh, just because, like I said, they, they don't want money going past uh, 20 or the summer or off season of 2021 um, unless it's to Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Uh, maybe Kyle Kuzma, who knows. I think I wouldn't be surprised at all if Kuzma gets traded this offseason along with the Lakers' first-round pick after they use it, which uh, with that, I mean, you can essentially have a deal in place and make the pick for the team and then trade the pick after it. So, um, so yeah, those are the free agents, uh, that I kind of circled, maybe possible mid-level exception options, uh, maybe cheaper than that. Who knows? Uh, a couple of those guys, like I said, are probably a little unrealistic, but Hey, uh, you know, this is, <laughs> we're the Lakers. We, we, we shoot for the stars, right? So, um, all right. And I mentioned the possibility of trades, um, Kyle Kuzma is it's going to be really interesting to see how the Lakers handle him this offseason uh, because he he's still a young player that teams or some teams might be really intrigued by uh, because he is kind of a 3-4 combo uh, potential as a shooter um, potential as a defender uh, just has potential I guess at, you know with his versatility and things like that and when he's on he's he's really on as we saw that game at OKC this year um, with no LeBron, no AD, and no Danny Green. I mean, Kuzma was the man. Uh, when he gets hot, he's just a freaking flamethrower. So, uh, unfortunately, it just doesn't happen as consistently as we would like. But he is entering the last guaranteed year, really, of his contract. He's $3.5 million next year, and then he enters restrictive free agency with that $5.2 million qualifying offer, uh, potentially. Uh, so a team might take a flyer on him and, and make a trade for him. Um, the Lakers could the the trade targets kind of um, they, they vary a little bit because if you're looking at trading just like Kuzma plus fillers 
um, and that first round pick that I mentioned um, that the Lakers have to technically use first before they can trade it because of their pick situation because of the Anthony Davis trade. Um, then you're, you're looking at cheap options because Kuzma doesn't make a ton of money, $3.5 million next year. Um, so, you know, you'd have to, plus you have all these guys on player option deals that they could just say, you know, like, Hey, like, I don't, I don't want to be traded. I'm just going to opt out or whatever, um, depending on the time of the situation. But, um, so yeah, trading just Kuzma and a first, maybe plus a filler or two, um, gets kind of tricky. Um, because of the money, the money's got to match, um, most likely. And it just gets tricky because he doesn't make a lot, um, in terms of NBA salary. Um, so they could potentially add in Danny green, which would make things very interesting, um, because Danny green makes $15.3 million a year. So if they wanted to land a big piece, via trade they would definitely have to probably include Danny Green just to even get close salary wise uh, because him and Kuzma combined make about 19 million dollars uh, next year so that could get you probably a pretty good player those two uh, plus the Lakers first round pick this year which is obviously going to be um, probably 29 or 30 um, so there's there's a lot of different options to go over, and I'm not trying to go too deep into this because this podcast would go really long. But uh, some trade potential trade targets that I kind of uh, listed. Uh, some of these include, you know, the possibility of including Danny Green in a trade. Some of them don't. Um, so Spencer Dinwiddie is is a guy that I'm really keeping a close eye on because he has a so. And uh, again, another thing to keep in mind is the Lakers wouldn't want to trade for guys that have long term money. Uh, so basically guys that their, their money is wrapped up um, at the end of the 2020-2021 season. So that they have that money available to go after Giannis Antetokounmpo, Victor Oladipo, whoever um, in that in that free agency class. Dinwiddie has a $12.3 million player option um, for the 2021-2022 season. So you play a little bit of risk there uh, that he opts in and then that kind of ruins your free agency plans. Uh, I love Dinwiddie as a player. I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Nets trade him because I just don't think he fits very well with Kyrie Irving. But um, maybe, I mean, that's just my two cents. Maybe I'm way off on that. So Nets fans, don't get mad if I am. Another guy I circled, I don't know how realistic it is. I mean, some people probably don't like um, like him as much as I do. I'm, I like Will Barton. Um, he does have a $14.6 million player option for 2021-2022. Uh, don't know if he'll opt out of that or not. So, I mean, you take a pretty big risk there. But I do like Will Barton as a player. I think he's gotten better and better as time has kind of drawn on. And I think he's a really good player. Um, and I think um, he'd be an interesting trade target to, to really look into. But um, that that salary figure plus the player option could make it kind of tricky. Um, so, don't know how realistic that one would be either. But just, another, like I said, another guy I circled. Um Another guy that I would take another hard look at, I know the Lakers were interested in trading for him before the trade deadline this season, is Derek Rose. Uh, he has a $7.6 million expiring contract after next season, and there's no option, anything like that. So the timeline matches up perfectly for what the Lakers want to do. And it might be, I mean, a good fit. It might be, you know, Detroit kind of in a weird rebuilding situation, uh, traded away Andre Drummond. And, you know, could be an opportunity for them to get a first-round pick 
plus a Kyle Kuzma, you know, another young player to kind of help with the rebuild and, and things like that. So who knows? I mean, it's, it's possible. And I think Derek Rose is still a very, very good player. And I think would help, uh, help the Lakers out quite a bit with his playmaking and his scoring ability. So, uh, definitely a guy to keep an eye on. I think he might be the most realistic of this bunch, but, uh, again, who knows? Uh, Dennis Schroeder has a $15.5 million expiring contract. I am not a huge fan of his, but I know some people are. Um, with that salary figure, you would most likely have to include Danny Green, and I'm not cool with that. Um, but, again, some, a lot of people seem to like him, so I circled his name out to throw him in there. Uh, Evan Fournier is, is another interesting option because I just don't know what exactly Orlando is doing. I think they're the eighth seed in the East right now. Uh, so, I mean, that's good for them, but, I mean, that just means you're going to get smacked by Milwaukee in the first round, assuming play continues. Um, but he has a $17 million player option um, for next season. So, I mean, he could potentially be a free agent, but I doubt he would. Uh, I didn't include him with the free agent targets just because I doubt a guy's going to turn down $17 million to sign for $10 million. Um, but if he opts in, maybe he's a potential trade target. Uh, I think Fournier is a really good player. Um would really help, I think, the Lakers offensively and would be an interesting fit. Would be a really interesting fit. Guy that can shoot, can score. Um, you can never have enough of that. So, uh, Next on the list I wrote down is Josh Richardson. He has an $11.6 million player option for 2021-2022. I would say there's probably a decent chance he opts out of that. I think he can get paid more by somebody. Um, I'm a fan of Josh Richardson. I like his game, and I think he'd fit in really, really well with the Lakers. Uh, so I'm Another eye to, you know, another guy to keep an eye on. But again, I don't know how realistic it is, uh, just because that player option. I don't know if the Lakers would want to roll those dice and trade for a guy that has a player option that could potentially derail their 2021 offseason plans. Um, Kelly Oubre is another guy that I think would be really interesting. Would help the Lakers get a little younger on the wing. Um, he has a $14.3 million expiring contract. I do know the late, that the Lakers and Suns had talks before the trade deadline about Oubre. Um, weren't able to get a deal done, but uh, I do know that he's a, a player that is intriguing to the Lakers, so uh, wouldn't be surprised if that gets revisited this uh, this offseason in terms of a, of a trade. And it sounds like the, the Suns had interest in Kuzma, so I don't know how they would make the money work exactly. I don't know how I'd feel about doing Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma for uh, Kelly Oubre, but um, Oubre is a guy that I like. I think he's really blossoming into a pretty solid player and, like I said, would help the Lakers out with their wing depth. Um, and He's just a good young player on the wing, and maybe he's a, maybe he's a long-term option for you, so who knows. Um, the last thing, the last name I wrote down is, is Corey Joseph, another, again, another option, kind of like Derek Rose, um, where I think the Lakers could – benefit from adding a better, um, just a better playmaker to really take Rondo's place. Uh, Corey Joseph could potentially fill that role as kind of the backup point guard uh, because I don't think the starting lineup would really change much um, since LeBron's basically the starting point guard on offense and then they just have a good defender next to him um, to, to guard the opposing point guards. Uh, so I think Joseph would essentially step into Rondo's role uh, if they traded for him, but he has a $12.6 million um, and this, this one's a little more friendly, I think, just because it's a $12.6 million deal for 2021-2022, but it is non-guaranteed, so the Lakers could um, 
just void that and there would be no cap ramifications at all. And they would still be able to throw all the money that they want at um, at Giannis Antetokounmpo or, or whoever in 2021. So, um, again, I could go on and on about all the potential targets. There's a lot of guys you could possibly sign on minimum deals. I would expect DeMarcus Cousins to be back with the Lakers. Um, I mean, I even though he was technically released, it sounds like he still kind of talks with the team. He's in the group chat. Um and he's he's present at Laker games and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I would expect him to be back on a cheap deal. So that's another name to keep an eye on. I would be pretty surprised if he goes somewhere else. Uh, so hopefully he can get healthy and stay healthy and, and be a contributor for the Lakers next season because I was very excited to see him play with this group this season. Um, so it really sucked to see him go down. And uh, But, I mean, it did lead to Dwight Howard, who's who's been a really solid contributor for the Lakers. So... Uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, po- possible trade targets, free agent targets you're looking at for this upcoming offseason. Hopefully we get to see a playoff, I mean an NBA playoff uh, tournament this year and we get to actually crown a champion and we don't have to cancel the rest of the season um, and things like that. So uh, hopefully basketball can come back uh, sooner rather than later, but fingers are crossed on that. Who Nobody really knows right now, but... Uh, always good to be prepared for what's what's coming ahead, and uh, obviously, again, main priority sign it, re-sign Anthony Davis, and then we'll see where where the chips fall after that. But that's gonna do it. Again, let me know uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube in the comments. Some maybe if you agree with some of these options, if you disagree, let me know. Uh, maybe some options you'd like to add, let me know. Um, as always, guys. Be sure to subscribe to Lakers Outsiders and UCAS Studios on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And then you can follow Lakers Outsiders on Twitter and Instagram at Lakers Outsiders and like us on Facebook as well. And you can follow me on Twitter at Gary Kester. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it. So I'm going to get out of here. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate uh, any feedback that this gets. Um, Hope everybody's staying safe out there, staying strong, and and, and staying healthy and and, and doing well. So uh, thanks again, guys, for listening. But that's going to do it for this time. So until next time, this is Gary Kester with the Lakers Outsiders signing off.